Anthony, the political Italian, is a concerned patriot with an alternative perspective to the left-right paradigm. He's a lifelong patriot who's taken the red pill, been following Trump's progress for over 25 years, and might even be considering a run for Congress. Stay tuned for that today on the Unframe of Mind show. You're listening to the Unframe of Mind show, the place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your hosts battle the forces of evil by lobbying fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. Alrighty, and welcome back to another episode of the Unframe of Mind show. I'm your host, Daniel Wagner, and we're about to have us yet another uncomfortable conversation without a condom. Um, I'd like to introduce my guest, Anthony, the political Italian, to the show. Uh, hi, Daniel. How you doing? <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? Um, so... Just, just for for people that are viewing this and and not and as opposed to the podcast version, um, I've actually got a picture of him as Andrew Jackson. Um, he wants to remain anonymous for this particular show, and uh, I'll let him explain what that's about and why we picked this particular uh, icon, and uh, we'll go from there and see what we come up with. Yeah, the re- the reason why Andrew Jackson is up there, like I said, I've pretty much supported I've supported Trump probably close to twenty five years. Andrew Jackson actually is a symbol that Trump actually keeps in his office. I'll actually go over uh, go over uh, that uh, shortly. I'm not really ready to go ahead and come out, go ahead and give exactly you know my identity, what I'm going to do. You know, I'm I'm not. I'm kind of like Trump. I, I I don't like to go ahead and put all my cards on the table. And I've considered running, making a run for Congress. I don't know if it would be in the state that I'm actually in, or if it would actually be. Uh, in D.C., but I do know if I run, I know I'm going to win, and it's only because of the fact is is I've I pretty much know how people are winning, how this system works, um, etc. And I've pretty much spent a, a probably close to a decade learning what this what this elite group of folks know, which is why people regular people continue to to suffer. And why Trump is such a valuable asset um, uh, to the country uh, as a whole, whether you like him or you don't. The situation with um, with Andrew Jackson is that Trump is actually wanting to be uh, the next Andrew Jackson. And I think that what's happening right now in the country, whether you like him or you don't, uh, it's a crucial part um, of the United States survival. Yeah, you said you mentioned. Uh, well, I guess he hung a picture of Andrew Jackson in his office as well. Yes, yes. Trump actually has hung a picture of Andrew Jackson in his office, and um, what most people don't realize, because like I said, you know, history has been a long time ago. But uh, Andrew Jackson was a Democrat, and most people don't realize that Trump was also a Democrat before first, um, right. and he actually did not become registered Republican until the late early eighties. Um, but well. that's just because of the fact is is. I don't really think Trump actually really believed that he was an overall Democrat. Um, I, I think it really was just basically because of the fact is he was in a, a place where he built his wealth as a Democrat. He pretty much actually had to you know appeal to um, all the Democrats because, as you know, you know he's said he's paid people on both sides of the aisle when he was a uh, was a um, a private person before he ever uh, ran for uh, the president of the United States. Right on. Now, and you, when you reached out to me, you mentioned you were wanting to go over what's been going on with Trump lately. What what is it about Trump that people don't understand? There's there's a series of things. I, I guess we'll start with is is Trump actually is Trump actually does he actually have a clue in reference of what's going on? Because the thing is, is that most people try to say that people that are 
that were put into power in the presidency. They were selected. They were not um, elected. Um, I look at Trump as actually the the accidental president. Um, I don't believe that he was ever supposed to win, but I actually feel that the actual creator of the universe actually placed him in the White House. Trump has done a lot of things that most people never even really paid attention to when he actually did it as a private citizen because people have always looked at Trump as the classic, you know, the entertainer, haha, you know, you're fired, this and that. But most people really never realized that, you know, the same people that are going coming after Trump are the same people that actually really liked him before he became president, such as Kathy Griffin. Eminem, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, and the list could just go on and on and on. Right. Yeah, I've heard about all the different rap lyrics and things like that where people are always co- constantly referencing Trump in some way, shape, or form as as almost a symbol of somebody they want to strive to be like or something to that effect. Sure. Is that, is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. I think yeah, a lot well, of people, lot of people the, are The biggest that, thing so. is, is that it's just the fact is everyone is just so hypocritical because they all thought – that he was one of them until he stepped foot into the White House. And then when they saw that he was not towing the line, per se, so to speak, everyone kind of started to, you know, get upset, turn against him, go ahead and try to use, you know, the uh, the race card and every other thing you could possibly think of. But if you've noticed, he just continues to steamroll through all of it as, as right. we continue to see. Now, to be fair, we could have had this very exact same conversation back in 2016 during the election. I mean, this is, this is nothing necessarily I think is new to the mainstream or at least, oh, pe- no. or at least people that are paying attention. And I was, I was looking for a little more, a uh, little more in depth about what's going on with him currently. You know, there's, there's sure. been a whole series oh. of uh, constant uh, attempts to try to, pin some kind of crime on him or you know you yes. got the Russia gate scandal you've got Ukrainian Ukraine gate and you know, all this all this different crap that keeps coming up constantly and and there, there seems to be like a thread or a through line that's going on with all that that even I'd say Dan Bongino did an excellent job bringing up bringing up do, do you listen to Dan, Dan Bongino at all uh yes uh, I'm a fan yeah well there, I've been, one of the things that he's pointed out recently is that all of the people that are connected to these different uh hoaxes if you will are all the same people just it's just the new packaging it's it's a new new hoax over and over and over again um yeah um let me let me talk about that because this is something that what i'm about to say is this is something don bongino will not talk about um and nobody else uh for that matter and it's just because of the fact is is they you know you know they don't want to be a target themselves um, and the thing is, is that I feel that, you know, what Trump has done up until this point is he's done everything he can as as one person. But we're going to go back to the uh, Podesta emails. You, I, I'm sure I'm sure you're familiar with with that, correct? Uh, for the most part, yeah. OK, well, the thing is, is that. Everything, in my opinion, of what is happening right now around the country, the fake hoax, the thing with Joe Biden, um, Russiagate, Ukraine, Hillary Clinton going ahead and talking about she'd like to take another stab, she'd like to take another stab at Trump and uh, and and and, um, and run against him, etc. It's it's all connected to human trafficking, every bit of it, and I'm going to explain in vivid detail why I know this all to be true. 
if you look at let's start with the border okay yeah yeah if, if we're gonna go down this road we're gonna have to make sure that we, we make it clear and concise uh, because a lot of people sure. are aware of what's going on um, they, they've mm -hmm. even had hints of what's going on. Um, I don't. Yes. I don't know that the mainstream. I, obviously, the mainstream's not covering it, and I think you and I both know well, why that is. Well, actually, they well, actually, they have, but it, it's been very, very, it's been very subtle. Well, so, if we let, look let's, at the let's let's start let's start at the very beginning and just well, I don't know about the beginning, but let's start with some of the basic facts that we all know to be true, and then just work out from there. How about that? Okay, that's that's fine. Let's let, let's go ahead and let's start with the Podesta emails. We know we know that WikiLeaks is a is a completely verifiable and true organization. We know they have 13 years of of um, complete track record on right. the books of all emails being cryptographically verified. Right. Consistency. So, consistency. So we know that to be 100 percent fact. We and, also and we all, know. Sorry, and, and sorry to interrupt, but we also know that uh, the the left used to love WikiLeaks back in the day. You know, because they That's were pu they were putting out material that was you know helpful to them, and now they can't stand WikiLeaks. That's correct. Um, and so, um, because okay, and so now, and so now all of a sudden, you know, they you know they want to keep the they want to try to keep this stuff quiet. So now now let's move on to. The term Pizzagate. Now, Pizzagate, of course, we know it's, it's real according to the Podesta emails, and we know that the mainstream media has tried to go ahead and, and pin Comet Ping Pong as basically the conspiracy theory about the kids be about basically kids being trapped um, in a basement um, of a pizza parlor. Yeah, I've, we've, That's heard, we've the, heard the, the news, mainstream media narrative. Yeah, yeah, we've heard the news stories about that for sure. That's correct. But but what they don't talk about is that Trump actually used the word Pizzagate in 2011. And if you actually go to the YouTube channel of CNN and you type in Trump Anthony Weiner Pizzagate, you will actually find a clip that actually talks about Trump actually using the term Pizzagate and Wienergate. So the question we have to ask ourselves is, since that's actually sitting right now on CNN's YouTube channel, uh, and the the argument that when people bring this up is, well, that was because of the fact that Sarah Palin was going to um, have uh, pizza with Trump, and Trump was eating pizza with a fork, which is absolute buffoonery. All right, give me just a moment here, um, because I, I try to type in, like you just said, you said you go to CNN.com, you type in. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. Um, YouTube. If you go into YouTube and you just type in, you just type in, um, and uh, Trump. Um, Pizzagate, Anthony Weiner, CNN, it'll pop right up. Okay, we'll give that a shot and see what we come up with. I'm just curious what you're getting at. You can go ahead. I'm, I'm bringing it up as we talk. The actual thing is, yeah, if you just type in Anthony Weiner, Trump, Pizzagate, it's the very first one. It's about 2 minutes and 24 seconds. Alright, so I'm guessing it's this uh, 8 years ago, 2 minutes, 24 seconds, CNN, Trump. That's correct. Uh, if you um, if you want, um, why, why don't you go ahead and play that clip real quick? That's, it's not very long. That's the last time I had him on my show was in a fairly lively debate with you, actually. Uh, what do you make of this? Well, I was a little surprised by that debate because all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere and starts going crazy. And, you know, uh, I've known him over the years, and I learned a lot about him that night. I was absolutely shocked. I mean, he was... I found 
to be almost unstable. And I watched this today because I was watching between Pizzagate and uh, Anthony Wienergate. I found Anthony Wienergate to be a terrible situation. He obviously knows it's him. And the way he's handled it is either lying or incompetent. And either one is unacceptable. So he's either incompetent or he's lying. Now, it was him because otherwise he would have said it wasn't me. And, you know, he's almost trying to say, well, I don't know it's me. Now, who would not know that's him? Who would not know a picture in that rather terrible position uh, was or wasn't taken? I mean, you know those things. So he's I mean, can he's I, I mean, really, I mean, we're answer, getting into... His answers... Well, we're getting into difficult territory horrible. here, Donald. But, I mean, would you, would you 100% recognize yourself in a similar image? Well, I'd know if somebody had a picture of me in, you know, that position and wearing those clothes. And I'd say, you know, yeah, that's me or it's not me. And he's sort of indicating that it is him. And it's a pretty bad picture. Let's not kid ourselves. And then all of a sudden... That gets sent over to some young woman who's at this point saying, oh, gee, uh, you know, she was surprised to get it. I mean, I think he's handled it horribly. I think he's made what could have been a small story into a very, very big story. And then, you know, he comes out with this whole crazy excuse that he really doesn't want to go much further. It was just a joke. I don't think that's just a joke. And I think it's pretty bad when a congressman gets hacked into yeah, I mean, he, he obviously gave a lengthy interview to Wolf Blitzer earlier, which, it, when I was watching it, seemed to raise more questions than it answered. I watched uh, a couple of those interviews, and I think they were total catastrophes for him. I think it really brings into question whether or not he can ever run for mayor of New York, and maybe whether or not he even keeps the position he's in right now. He's handled it very, very poorly. All righty. Okay, so you said that clip was from 2011? Um, yes. Okay, so Wienergate didn't happen in 2011. Well, that's what, well, 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 the 2011, well, I, well, I mean, I mean, th that's actually when it showed that it was uploaded to YouTube by CNN. Let's put it that way. All right, it says June 1st, 2011. Yep, that's it. I do see that, but that, hold on now, that doesn't make any sense, because the Trump, I mean, the, the Wienergate and, and all that stuff didn't happen until, what, 2015? Yeah, the actual yeah the actual date. Like I, said, I apologize. The actual date is really is really not the significance. The point is, it was done well before the Podesta emails. Okay, that's what I'm. That's what's confusing me right now. Why is this listing from back in 2011? That that happened way later. Unless there's something else going on that I'm not aware of. Um, uh, to be to be to be to be honest with you, I don't know. Like I said, it's 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 what's said that's significant. Um, in that clip. Yeah, I noticed the mention of, of Pizzagate in there. Is yes. that is that the significant part? Yes, yes, because that was before that was before Pizzagate ever broke into uh, into the mainstream from the WikiLeaks Podesta emails. That that's the purpose of the clip. Okay, so the show premiered Pierce Morgan Live. Actually, premiered the show itself premiered on January seventeenth of twenty eleven. This clip says it's from June first of twenty eleven, just a few months later. This isn't making any sense to me. <laughs> the actual time frame, the actual 2011, actually, um, after thinking about it, um, the Wienergate scandal actually naturally broke around the time that you're saying. But the purpose of the, the clip itself, regardless of the actual date of it, was the fact that this happened 
he said it before the Pizzagate scandal ever broke into the mainstream connected to um, WikiLeaks and the Podesta emails. That's kind of the significance of it. Yeah, I'm going to have to check some timelines on there to verify that. And anybody that's listening, you know, don't take what we say with a grain of salt. I mean, we're just we're just doing research. You know, we're, we're out here trying to figure this stuff out on, you know, as we go. Um, Anthony here's ironically, we're speaking with Anthony, the, the Italian, uh, the, the political Italian. And we're doing uh, research on another Anthony who's. Yeah, that's weird. And then my host's name is also Anthony, my co-host as well. He's normally here. <laughs> yeah. So this was this was uh, around 2016, uh, it looks like. Yeah, Anthony Weiner didn't even return to politics until April 2013, is what it's saying here. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but um, he actually, he actually, according to if you actually look, it actually shows he actually was um, he he ran unsuccessfully for mayor of New York in 2010, but he actually appeared to be a candidate in 2009. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, I just I'm I'm looking at the comments and even the comments are talking about Trump as a time traveler and I have heard that theory before which is a really weird sure. one that's that's a that's a tough one to put your especially when there's no you know as far as we know any documented case of actual time traveling going on but I have been approached with this before as an actual indicating that it is him oops I have actually been approached with this before as as a a possible conspiracy theory if you will but um let's sure. Let, let, sure. I don't want to get hung up on the details too much, but definitely look into that one a little more and see what you can find out. But uh, what? Okay, so Trump mentions sure. PizzaGate before it was even a thing. Yeah, yeah. So the question that we need to ask ourselves is: is if he actually, if he actually used the term PizzaGate when he actually said WienerGate, the question we have to ask ourselves is: is how long has he known about the term PizzaGate? They, they, that that was the, the significance of of that CNN clip. That, okay. that, that that's the significance of it in a nutshell. So um, now let's now let's go ahead and let's let's fast forward. Let's fast forward to um, um, let, let's go. Let's fast forward to uh, where he actually now um, is president and wins the White House. Mm-hmm. He does an executive order going ahead and stating that he is going to combat all human trafficking meaning now well all all executive just to, to, for reference for people all all executive orders that Trump has ever done or any president for that matter can be found in the federal register go on okay and the thing is, is that the reason why he, he the, in my opinion, I believe the reason why he ran for president is because of human trafficking, because I think he's known about this for a long, long time. Let me let me go ahead and uh, talk about this part. One of the things I find very interesting about Donald Trump, even after he became president as well as before he he continues to um, specifically um, champion that he's never had a drink in his life, mm-hmm. but he also admits that he's been to all of these after parties. So if he's one of the only ones that's that we know that's hardly on the record repeatedly that's never had a drink, according to you know yeah. what everyone says or whatever, just imagine what he saw at those after parties. 
I mean, the fact that he's even at the after party should be enough. Uh, I mean, I don't understand what, well, I mean, he, well, he could be held just as liable as anybody else that was at those after parties. I mean, there's what, what makes him different just because he didn't have a drink or what do you mean? Well, it's, 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 it's the fact, it's the fact of, it's the fact of he was actually c- coherent in reference of whatever it is that he saw. So at that point, in my in my personal opinion, it's actually classified as credible. Let's fast forward to Jeffrey Epstein. Now hold on. You you said you said it's classified as credible because he said he didn't have anything to drink. Well, well what I, what I'm basically saying is is that if you go ahead everything's a public record. If you go ahead and you listen to what his doctor said, his doc his doctor his doctors has confirmed that he hasn't ever had anything to drink. And that was before he ever ran for the White House. Well, that might be. I mean, there's no telling he could have had something else. I mean, we do know he's uh, got a past history with diet pills and things like that. I mean, he's not against putting uh, that, that's, substances in his that, body. True. But, um, okay, so let's let's fast forward to, um, to Epstein. If you actually do some research, you'll actually find out that the actual prosecutor for the state of Florida actually admitted on the record that out of everyone that they tried to get to come forward Trump was the only one that was willing to cooperate to actually give the ep- to give the evidence on Epstein to Palm Beach County Police Department okay so uh, I, I guess I'd be curious why is Trump not dead then if that's been <laughs> if that's the case it's a, it's a great it's it's a great question isn't it um there's a lot of things that Trump has done that I'm surprised that he is not dead yet. Um, I personally think that I personally think every uh, I've heard a lot of people, including myself, thinking that Trump will be the next JFK. But with everything that I'm continuing to see that he's doing, I think that even though I think he's done everything that he can. People, some, some people can say he's a part of the system. Some people say he's he's not a part of the system. He's a patriot. You know, people say he's he's a traitor yep. or whatever. I've seen pretty but good from cases. What for- I see is <laughs> I think that what we're going to see is we are going to see um, the days of Richard Nixon repeat. Uh, meaning what? I believe that what we're going to see is we are going to go back to. The gold standard and the inflation is going to drop. But what people, most people think that when we go back to the gold standard, everything is all hunky dory. And I think that it's nothing more than a, a way to go ahead and allow normal, everyday people that basically, you know, live life and are just constantly distracted by everything that they have to do in their lives to be able to have a little bit of financial relief. Before things really go ahead and get um, crazy and out of control, uh, I personally think that this is just the tip of the iceberg of what's to come. Uh, and after uh, Trump is uh, out of office, now maybe it's just the circles that I hang out in, but uh, sure. I, I, I've never met anybody that is well aware of how our financial system works, and they're they're familiar with the Fed policy and and what that entails. I've never met a single one of them that thought if they go back to the gold standard, everything's going to be hunky dory. It's it's kind of well, either it's kind of either one or the other. Either either you you're aware of all this and you're freaking out because you know how terrible it's going to be, or you don't uh-huh. know any of it and you just don't know. So you just live your well, daily life. So I, I well, don't sure. know anybody that I mean, thinks sure. it's going to be hunky dory. I, mean, I, I mean, and I totally agree with you. But what I'm stating is is that for the normal average person, mm-hmm. 
that doesn't really doesn't really understand doesn't really you know look at any of these things. They say you know I don't get into politics. You know all the other things. I think that once the once we go back to the gold standard, because we were back we we originally went into the we actually went off the gold standard when Nixon was in office. I think the inflation is going to drop significantly, but a lot of people are going to look at that when we get back on the gold standard, it's going to look like that. Oh well, oh well, Fed went uh, Trump went ahead and actually went ahead and stopped the Fed, and it, it's just it's it's an illusion because everything is going to get much cheaper. Yeah, I, because, I, I, I because would be now because now we're going to have an actual hard substance that's actually going to be more than just paper because i mean it was like this ever since 1910 and then mm-hmm. when richard nixon was in office he took us off the gold standard and then the inflation just started plummeting i mean just started skyrocketing excuse me yeah that's that's definitely something we talk about uh, from time to time on the show that's something that i've been trying to bring to everybody's attention is the the terrible financial or monetary policy that we have and it's it's it is it is interesting to see i, I okay let me let me put it this way Sure. I don't. I don't foresee anything happening, um, short of us either going to war, which is what the power the the, the elites have been trying to get us to do. Um, that's one way that they can hide the uh, financial troubles that we're in, um, and the other way is just a straight up collapse. I mean, the, I mean, this it's going to happen at some point. It's just a matter of when at this point. But I don't see. I don't foresee Trump being able to do enough in time to turn that ship around without some major catastrophic level crap about to happen. Does that make sense? Oh, I mean, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the, the biggest thing that the biggest thing that I'm wanting your, the, that I'm trying to get, that I'd like to get across to your, to your audience is that we know Trump, we know Trump is doing the right thing because we've never seen anything like this that I can recall since since JFK. Um, and I think that the reason why we've got we've got the, the impeachment scandal that's nonsense. We've got the you know the Russia hoax. We have all these different things. You know, um, you know, we actually had um, we actually had a, a shooting uh, happen at uh, Mar a Lago. Um, I believe it was today. Uh, two women actually uh, crashed into a couple of security barriers and actually was uh shots were fired and this was before trump arrived today um Uh, mainstream media reports that um i just think that with everything that is going on i believe that this is i guess you could say that i think that with everything that is continuing to happen because we have the lobbyists that naturally go ahead and control the majority of the politicians, and because of that, they go ahead and tell you know, of course, you know, the majority of them are basically told how to how to go ahead and place their their vote. But I, I think that what we are are seeing is that. Trump is what I call the bull in the china shop. I think that he was that he was put here to knock everything over, shake everything up and try to get people to go ahead and just kind of awaken to kind of say, "Hey, this is a hey, this is a this stuff needs to be exposed." When you because, say put here, what do you mean put here? Well, it's like I said, um my um my um my my uh 
my faith is uh, is Christianity. I personally think that God pretty much put Trump in the White House uh, to go ahead and basically prepare to go ahead and prepare what's actually to come in the near future. I'll walk with you down that road. Like what what evidence do you have for that? That's interesting. Um, well, the biggest thing that I have is that everything that we continue to see Trump out of this unscathed. Um, and I, I personally think that 2020 is probably going to be one of the most exciting years that we have uh, ever had. Um, uh, not just politically, but also, um, as a country. So, so you, um, you, you feel like the fact that he's made it through this far without actually getting in any trouble really from, well, I, I mean, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the, the knives, the knives are out. It's like, whether you like him, whether you hate him, it's very clear that the knives are out and these people will do anything they can, whether Republican or democratic establishment to go ahead and have him removed from office because they're afraid of the crimes being exposed. Right. And if he, and if he's God's chosen and he's making it through unscathed and escaping the knives is what you're talking about. Uh, who does that make the, everybody else, the devil or the enemy or like, uh, like let, let's let me, I'll say just, this or just the um, clu- clueless, like uh, misguided. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm confused what, what role they play in this. Sure. Um, people go ahead and say that, you know, the, you know, the people that run this planet, uh, actually go ahead and, you know, they're selected to, you know, you know, be in these positions of power, specifically the presidency, um, selected by the elites or by God? No, the elites. Okay. No, no. The yeah. Elites. Yeah. I when we're talking on this level, we're going to have to specify at this point. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's fine. Um, but, uh, I believe that, I believe that God basically placed Trump in the white house, um, for, um, for what's to come in the near future. Um, what I find interesting is let's, let's go back to the, let's go back to the human trafficking for a second. Cause it, it, it's, it's, it's all tied into this. Okay. If we look in mainstream media sources, I can't remember the last time I have not found in the – let's say the last – I'd say the last 12 months. I have not found – there's almost a day that does not go by that I do not find someone in positions of power being arrested for either sex abuse or human trafficking. And this also includes in government currently, as well as uh, in the uh, in the Trump administration as well. Okay, I haven't really heard about this exactly. Okay, um, are, are these there ma- was are these major- I, I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but there uh, actually was a you, you could you could do an you could do a Google search, you'll find it. Right. There was actually I, a, a CDC hey, hey, director. So, sorry, man, I, I hate to tell you this. I don't Google search. I don't, don't go. Oh, man. sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Well, well, whatever you want to use, I, I, I don't either. But whatever you want to use. Um, uh, center, center. This uh, uh, the center of disease control. The director was actually just just arrested uh, recently, like in the last like two weeks. Okay. Um, and naturally, you know, you know, that person might not have been handpicked by Trump, but he was still part of the Trump administration because, you know, Trump is president for the time being, and he was arrested. So you're talking about uh, former CDC director uh, pleads guilty. That's it. Tom Frieden pleads guilty yep. in sex abuse case, gets no jail time. 
gets yep, no jail time. That you said that was ahead of the CDC. Sorry, you said that was two weeks ago. No, no more than. No more than. It, it's just, it's just. I mean, every single day. Oh, this um, this particular article was written June fourth of twenty nineteen. Okay, twenty nineteen. Okay, okay. That was um, um, working on almost a year ago. That's a little okay. more than two weeks. <laughs> I, uh, sorry. I suppose you slept since then, yeah. Yeah, with all the well, to be fair, I mean, with all the with all the fake with all the with all the fake news or whatever. To be honest with you, it, it, it's really hard to uh, it's really hard to go ahead and uh, and keep track of it all because I mean, it's just, it, it just comes in constantly. Let me ask you this then, because that that is an interesting uh, conundrum to be in. Is as how how do you particular how do you in particular determine the difference between fake and real? I mean, because I, I noticed sure so before you it's, before it's, you before you start. The reason I'm asking is because what I notice a lot of people do is they'll. They'll go through and read a bunch of articles and things that they agree with. Oh, that's good news. Things they disagree with. Oh, that's fake news. And it's it's you know you get what I'm saying. That's that's not really the best way sure, to go about sure. it. Sure. Um, to answer that question, my my definition of of fake news is well. Before I get into that, let me let me let me um let me let me let me talk about something real quick because it's all connected to this fake news thing. Okay. When Obama was in office. Uh, there was a bill that passed Democrats and Republicans. It was specific. It was specifically connected to this uh, this fake news. I'm trying to remember what the actual bill was, but basically, it was it was designed where it was legal for all publications to say whatever they wanted. It was they were allowed to lie, and it was class of, and, and they were now supposed to look at it as entertainment. Yeah, I've heard about that. I'm not. I don't remember what it was called, but I have heard about that. So, in my opinion, is regardless of whether you know, regardless of if it comes from an independent source or it comes from a mainstream media source, if the if it can actually be documented, regardless of where it comes from, then then I, I then I then I believe it's credible. I don't feel that CNN, Washington Post. MSNBC and Fox News is where only we need to get our news. I think international, I think international uh, sources and so forth um, are also um, really important to actually go ahead and get our news because I just feel like that anyone that anything that we see on TV, the things that we find off of TV, I think we need to be more concerned of the things that we actually find off the television than actually on the television. Okay, me, me. As, as long as there's some type of actual, as long as there's some type of actual source to actually back that up, not just somebody on YouTube just kind of going ahead and it's just kind of going ahead and going on and on, but there's actually no evidence for it. Oh, kind of like us. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> no, I'm just well, play, I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. Uh, so, wh- okay, where where sure. would you where would you uh, consider like is is there a particular news source? that you would consider like a go-to for you? Like you, you feel like these guys do a great job. They, they pretty oh, consistent. Sure. Um, I, I, I would say, um, I would say a uh, page six is good. Uh, Washington, uh, Washington examiner, um, New York post. Cause the, the thing is, is that most of the things that is in the New York times, the Washington post, CNN, MSNBC or whatever, you know, a lot of that stuff has just kind of gotten out of control. They've just kind of wanted to spin it however they wanted to spin it. But the majority of the time, when you get things from the other th- places that I've mentioned, um, you know, you can actually find 
credible stuff in there, and I don't really feel like they're trying to go ahead and hide anything or cover it up because I've found a lot of things in those places that I've, I never found at you know CNN, MSNBC, Washington Post, etc. Gotcha. Just to, okay. Just okay. to just to name a few. Yeah, I was just I was just curious because uh, I I actually created an entire uh, article or a, a guide really on you know going through finding out fake news, kind of what what to look for, what not to look for. You might check that out. See if that see if maybe there's something. Absolutely. So maybe there's something that you feel like I'm missing. Um, I'm always looking to improve it and help people help help them help themselves to find the reliable sources. So uh, no, sure, I, I, I would sure. I would say WikiLeaks. Uh, I, 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 I'd be happy. I'd be happy to um, look at that. Yeah, it's, I know it's not a news source per se, but it is a good source for information. Would be WikiLeaks. I agree with you on that. That just based on their track record, that that's hugely important. Is is having a having a track record of consistency and. Nobody being able to say, "Hey, you lied." <laughs> you know, it really helps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I'm absolutely. But I mean, when you know, um, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how much you've seen this, but lately, all I see let's let's just hypothetically say the last sixteen months. We're not going to say two weeks. We're going to say the last sixteen months because this stuff is so depressing. I can't look at it every day. I just can't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, couple officials for you know indicted for some type of corruption, um, you know, voter fraud, money laundering. I mean, you know, pick a crime, any crime. But when you when you see this during Trump's time, but we didn't really see this during the Bush years. We didn't really see it during the Obama years at this at this magnitude. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just kind of like there has to be something significant, whether you like Trump or not, in the Trump presidency that basically is exposing human trafficking. I mean the fact that I can go ahead right now and actually find a story within the last seven days of basically children in a restaurant with their mom or grandma yeah. and, and people actually trying to kidnap them while they're having lunch is just absolutely horrific. It's absolutely horrific. Yeah, interestingly though, you might want to check that up against statistics of of, of abductions have actually gone down quite a bit since like the '80s. From last time I checked, I mean it's it's actually a well, lot yeah. less prevalent now than it's ever been. Which is, you know, I, I get the, looking at the news every day. It's easy to find stuff, especially when you're talking about. Uh, I just said, especially. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> especially when you're you've got a you know worldwide <laughs> uh, of of news sources to look at, you know, you, it's, it's, it makes it seem like it's just getting so terrible when you can see it every day. And, and you're right. You can't look at this stuff every day. Um, I, I'm, I am curious though. I mean, I, I don't, I want to get a little bit off topic and maybe you can tell me a little bit without giving away personal details or anything like that. But what I am curious, like, why do you, why, what, what interests you about this? Why, what is it that makes you uh, dig in so deep and, and keep digging and keep digging and keep digging? Like, what is it that's, that's keeping you interested? The thing that kept, the thing that got me, uh, he, he, I'll, I'll answer that. What got me was I didn't really pay attention. Uh, you know, I, I used to be, you know, hardcore, diehard Republican. I'm still, I'm still a registered Republican, but. I'm just at the point now where I now view things where everything I'm seeing now is is 
whether you, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a Republican, I now look at this as you're either for globalism or you're for patriotism. There is there really is no in between anymore. I look at it as that it's a bird, and it's the same the same the, the left right paradigm is literally nothing more, regardless of of party political views whatever. Because I mean, you know, there's several Democrats that I've met that are actually very nice. Um, <laughs> you sound surprised. Not, <laughs> you sound it, like yeah, legit uh, surprised. A, but, but but of course, they're the blue collar, the Ronald Reagan uh, types. But the thing is, is that I just look at it is that it's just a bird. It's it's a bird with just this the, the other wing of the same bird. It, it's really nothing different. You have establishment that's been there for decades. Mm-hmm. You have corruption that's been going on for decades in Republicans and in Democrats. The difference is is that Democrats or whatever and whatnot hide it much better than Republicans. That That's, that's yeah, what yeah, I've continued I, to see. Now, I get all that stuff. I, I understand all that, but I'm just curious what it is about you that makes you interested in it. I'm, I'm looking oh, for something a little oh, more. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. So after I didn't really I didn't really start paying attention to anything politically until Obama got in office. And then I then I actually picked up his book. And I started to see what he wanted to do to the United States. Mm-hmm. And of course, this was well after the birth certificate. Well after that. You, um, you, you think that was legit? Um, oh, his birth certificate? The, no. Or the, or the lack thereof? Um, No. No, I don't. Oh, oh you don't think he was a um, No, I, I don't. Um, I mean, technically speaking, I mean, if you actually went ahead and called uh, Kenya and went through the proper checks or whatever and whatnot, they they would act because it's a public record. You could actually get a you could actually get a copy of his birth certificate. You've actually got his half brother stating that stating that his that um, that he was not born in Hawaii and that he was from Kenya. You you have these things. Uh, you actually have it where uh, Dinesh D'Souza actually went to Kenya to speak. To um, his um, um, his um, um, his uh, uh, brother, half brother, I can't remember what his name is. It's a weird name, mm-hmm. and uh, he publicly stated that he is not was not born in the United States, and the fact that he was not eligible to be president, etc. But I'm not really here to go ahead and go down that road. I know people can go ahead and draw their own conclusions, but it was what it was what. He said of what he wanted to do with the country, the fact that he said he was, you know, you know, you know, we, we, he was the first black president um, and things of that nature. And, and and he wasn't. He was not the first black president. Was not the first black president. No, he was not. OK. No, the, no, the actual first black president before George Washington was actually a man by the name of John Hanson. Which most people don't ever even really mention. But he actually was the first black president, but he was before George Washington. So I don't really, I don't really look at that as he was the, the first, the first uh, black president. I think that's absolute, just a lie, outright. But what, what, when I when I saw that, hmm. and then uh, uh, this and is then this the, is the first time. I, sorry, it's, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of dumbstruck. This is the first time I've heard this. Okay, sure. I was just I was just curious about it if if, if uh, so you're you're talking about you're talking about a guy that was before uh, President Washington. That's correct. But why? Do Af- we- yeah, he was an Afri- He was an African American. He was an African American senator. Okay, African American senator. Do you know what his name was? Yeah, you did. You yeah. just told me. I'm yeah, sorry. John Hanson. Okay. 
the John, the argument John the Hansen. argument i mean depending on depending on on what on, on on who on what article you read some people say that he wasn't the first black president some people say that he was i think he was because of the fact that he was before you know george washington and the fact that no one really brings that up or whatever and whatnot uh to me i think is very um significant and very compelling okay well i'll have to look a little more into that to see what that's about that's interesting but uh yeah Folks, like I said, um, do, do your research. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. So, I'll, so I'll continue. Yeah. So, um, after I figured, after I saw that, you know, I, I, I picked up Dreams of My Father on Barack Obama, whose name is Barry Satoro, and I went ahead and I, I looked through that. I, I just realized that we had just, you know, I just realized that, just you know, just how, I, I, I just really just kind of had my epiphany moment then. Because originally, when I when I followed Trump or whatever, I mean, I really didn't pay attention to anything politically or whatever and whatnot until until Obama actually got in office. I I mean, I actually was indoctrinated to the point where you know because my my family had went ahead and voted for Bush or whatever, and we were Republicans all our lives. I thought he was just you know just you know just the greatest guy ever. But I've come to find out that it was just totally totally false. But it just goes to show just how 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 uh, just how it thick. Uh, indoctrination is on, on both sides of the paradigm. All right. So just to give some update here, I was looking at John Hansen, the black gentleman that you were talking about. There's a on the wiki. There's a small piece at the bottom here. It says Senator Hansen has sometimes been misidentified as being John Hansen of Maryland, a white politician who served as a president of the Continental Congress during the American Revolution. That sounds a little more like what you're talking about, the where he that's was pre- yeah. president yeah. before. Yeah. yeah, that's why I said it could go. Yeah, that's kind of why I went ahead and said it could go either way. But I find it very interesting that that in today's history books, it's not even in there. Yeah, cause, I mean, because because this was the president of the Con- Confederation of Congress, uh, president of the Confederation Congress is what it's saying here. It's it. I, I'm assuming it was before. I, I I'm not like reading in detail. Yeah, it was before. Was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, uh, it was before we actually became the United States, of course. So. That, well, that's that. That's actually one of the reasons why you know. You know I understand you know, on that where you're saying it could go either way, but I I not seeing where he he was a black president. There was a black president before because that that guy just completely is out of the that that's not in, in question. So Obama was the first black president, based on that quick research anyway. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, with his, I mean, with his, with his, with his mom. I actually have to disagree because, like I said, with with his mom actually, with his mom actually being white, you know, um, you know, his dad actually being from Kenya or whatever. I mean, he really, he really wasn't. I mean, he really wasn't the first black president. I, I just, I just, I have to, I have to disagree. I mean, he was, he wasn't even legitimate in the first place. Wasn't, he was not natural born. Oh, wasn't, wasn't. A, was a okay? So a wasn't a legitimate president, but b also wasn't actually black. That's in 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 my I'm I mean I mean if you if you look at his heritage, no. I mean if you if you look at his heritage, no, because like his, I mean his his mom was white. I mean you could say he was part he was mixed. You could say, okay. but his mom was white. His mom was born in Kansas. Hell, you could say that about every president on some level, couldn't you? That there, every president is a mixed president of some sort, depending on how sure. far back um, in the timeline you and, go. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's in like I said, I mean, in my I mean, in my view or whatever, you know, the thing is, is that if if someone's illegitimate, 
you can't you can't impeach somebody that's not that that actually if, if you're if you're sitting in an office and it, it's fraudulent, mm-hmm. you can't impeach somebody that doesn't belong there in the first place. You have to go ahead and bring them out in cuffs. But because of the fact that everyone is bought and paid for in the Congress, it was never going to happen. Are you saying that's why he was never impeached? That's why he was never impeached. You can't impeach a fraud. You can't. Interesting. Okay. All right. See, the so, difference is, is I, see, I, we I, could pull, we could pull Trump's birth certificate ourselves. We could see that he was born in the United States. We could see that he's actually classified uh, as natural born, and he actually clear and actually meets the qualifications of Article Two. All right. Um. Yeah, I, I like. I mean, I, I know there's a bunch of rules that you have to follow in order to be president. Problem is, I'm an anarchist, so that makes it a little bit. You're, you're, no, you're, I, I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy that's sitting here going, okay, this is all silly. Like, you know, I, I, yeah, I just, I never did like the idea that you got one guy, you know, at the top of the totem, totem pole, telling everybody how to run their lives. I mean, I have, I, I can't even get my own daughter to do what I want her to do. You know, let alone an entire country of people. That's insane. It doesn't. It does not make any sense. But um, that that's not really the topic of discussion for tonight. I'm, sure. I'm, 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 I mean, I'm just more curious about you yourself. I mean, we could get we can get into the, into the nitty gritty and all the details. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure. trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get to know you a little bit better as a person, and and, and trying sure. to do it in such a way that we don't give away too much information about you to expose you or anything like that. But um, sure. I, I am curious. Do, do you do you have a family? Like kids? Do you have? A, are you married? Do you have? No, I'm not. not I know I don't have any kids. Um, I don't have any kids. I've never been married. Um, like, like I said, I mean, I'm single. What What do you What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a consultant. Consultant. That's such a, a vague term. Everybody's a consultant. <laughs> uh, I work. I work for myself. I work. I work for myself. I um um. Self-employed I, um, consultant. Yeah, you are yeah, a ghost. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I mean, you I have my own. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I have my, I have my own business. I, I work, I work for myself. But technically speaking, is technically speaking, is I'm actually not working for myself because my company actually employs me. I, 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 I don't do business as an individual. I do business as an actual uh, corporate entity. Right. Okay. So, so. I, I guess what, what industry? And like, can you? Um, mostly. Uh, mostly credit, mostly credit and uh, business funding. Credit and business funding. Credit and so, business yep. funding. Uh-huh. Is, is that why? Is that where the interest in the Federal Reserve and and finance and all that comes into play? Is that how you got no, into that? No, the actual interest for the Federal Reserve is because I've been trying to figure out or whatever why we continue. No matter no matter what 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 uh, the Federal Reserve what that came about was was you know no matter no matter who we get in office, why can't we seem to go ahead and, and get anywhere? with this in reference of us going back the other way and oh that's you know, an easy question looking that's easy huh well i, I well, that's, that's an easy easy well, one I mean, to answer I, mean, I, I know that now but like i said my my big my big red pill my big red pill um was when um was when uh, uh obama got in office and then i started tracing everything back to ronald reagan after the fact so why do you think that we're not seeing politicians making any attempt to get rid of the Federal Reserve or to at least go back to a gold standard? In my opinion, I mean, if you don't go back to the gold standard, you're, you're going to be able to make the financial system, just just everyday life in general, more expensive because eventually we're going to get to this one world order we keep hearing about, but we can't we – can't, 
get to a one world government until we have a one world currency. Uh, I don't I don't know that that answers the question I asked. I was I was just wondering why 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 you think our politicians aren't making any efforts to oh go back to okay, a gold yeah. standard. Well, well, I mean, well, well, I mean, well, think about it. I mean, I mean, if you're cons, I mean, I mean, I would have to say that probably seventy to eighty five percent of Congress, House and Senate, in my opinion, is bribed and blackmailed because there's no other there's no other recollection in reference of why why these people continue to stay there because as many people as as actually have voted it just doesn't you know in reference of it doesn't really seem to change uh, I can't remember who said it but people say uh, there was uh, I can't remember who it was but somebody said you know if voting actually mattered they wouldn't allow us to do it um I have I have heard but, that I have heard that before but um and 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 the thing is is that um I think, um, like I said, I mean, I personally think that if you are, if you're a puppet and you're constantly being bribed and controlled, well, then of course you're going to be able to go in and tell, you know, what, you know, you know, what, what vote, you know, what, how to vote. I think that the majority of politicians, when they change their mind, I don't really think it's because they have an opinion. I think they're just basically being told by whoever their handler is what to do. I really believe that 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 probably less than twenty percent of Congress overall actually has free will themselves. Yeah, I, I brought up an article by Mother Jones. Uh, it's uh, titled "Who Owns Congress: A Campaign Cash Seating Chart," and it shows just putting putting everybody. Uh, when was this? When was this written? There, make sure I get this right. Uh, oh, this is September, October of 2010, but I'm pretty sure the numbers are roughly the same, but it just kind of shows everybody seated at this chart. Uh, number one is finance, insurance, and real estate. The The second uh, second one is lawyers and lobbyists. The health insurance is the third on the on the chart. And then it goes to agribusiness, labor. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's interesting. But yeah, I could, I could totally understand why, what would you say, 75%? Uh, I I would have to say anywhere between seventy. I would have to say anywhere between seventy between seventy five and um between seventy and eighty five percent of Congress is is uh is either bribed or blackmailed in some kind of way. Yeah, that's probably a pretty relatively accurate. If if we go by this chart for for guidance on on uh informing that particular insight, that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, obvious obviously our government maintains. It, it is it is power. It's basically the monopoly on power over its citizens is all it is. And it makes a lot of sense that they would not want to go getting rid of the golden goose that's laying their eggs for them, which is the Federal Reserve. And the fact that they're but, on fiat currency and they can print whatever money they want to print, uh, it gives them too much power is basically the short of it. it, it, it they have too much power. And... To go back to the gold standard severely limits their power, and they are not going to do that. It's just not. There's, it's not in their interest to do so. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to touch on something really quick. Um, connecting into all this, if there's one thing that 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 I would like your your listeners to get out of this, is just basically to. Go ahead and see that what we're in um, is what what I call a um, um, it's an illusion. You remember um, 
in Disney World, you've uh, you've heard of the Jungle Cruise, right, Daniel? Uh, no, I've never been to Disney World. Okay, sure. No. Well, basically, it's <laughs> a ride that you get it. on. It's in the water. And every time you think you're going to go ahead and go, it looks like you're about to go ahead and go to the right. You actually get pulled back and go the other direction because there's a track up underneath the water. And I'm just about at the conclusion to go ahead and just basically believe that the majority of this is where we're on some type of of a track. See, I honestly thought at one point that we actually could break out. We, we, we would go ahead and completely go under eventually. Um, but I didn't think it was going to happen in my lifetime. But after looking into this, as far as I've looked into it, um, I really see it. I really see it do, um, um, uh, uh, going ahead and going to this, this, uh, this new world order, one world, uh, one world government, uh, in, in, in my lifetime, I actually see that. Hmm. Um, and the thing is, is that, what what we what we really what everything is happening is everyone is basically looking all these different directions, but the majority of us are not really looking at the Fed, which is basically the thing that controls all of this corruption for the most part. Daniel, I'd like to, to talk about specifically is how all of this connects into human trafficking, if I may. Oh, absolutely. So let's let let's um Let's talk about the let's talk about the border. Regardless whether or not people th- you know people are for uh, Trump going ahead and separating um, uh, uh, the Trump administration separating these children from their parents um, at the border. Uh, I've looked into this, and almost every country that basically is that basically um, goes ahead and makes an arrest when they try to go ahead and cross into their country. They separate them from the parents. They don't put the parents in the same jail cell uh, with the um, uh, with the actual uh, adults. They they don't they don't do anything like that. Yeah, but well, if pe- but if people actually go ahead and look in the Washington Post, I think it was back in 2018. The Washington Post actually admitted that Obama actually allowed um, children to be put in the hands of sex traffickers. Washington oh, oh. Post uh, reported that. I was actually shocked and surprised. Like knew about it and encouraged it or just kind of turned a blind eye to it or you talking just didn't know about it and it just ended up happening? Oh, no. They just basically turned a blind eye to it. And the fact that Washington Post actually admitted that was at, back in 2018 was pretty shocking uh, in my view. Um, but anyway, so um, – so the wars, all these unconstitutional wars that we are that we're in right now. In my opinion, I would have to say that the majority of these wars, um, we're, we're, we're not even we're not even we we're not even constitutionally um, we weren't even constitutionally allowed to be there in the first place. And to be clear, because I, I get this a lot, I don't just because I've just because I've supported Trump twenty five years doesn't mean that I agree with everything that he does. Because he, he's done some things that I thought were the stupidest things that you could possibly imagine, some of the things that he's done. Um, but I just like the fact that he's so unpolitically correct that things continue to be exposed, and I think that more and more people are actually awakening to actually what is happening around us. And I think even Trump haters are actually coming around to the fact that we have a serious problem with this um, – with this human trafficking, um, 
regardless of what your personal uh, view is um, on Trump. But when it comes to these wars, like let's take the Iraq war, for example, of course, you know, the, the weapons of the mass destruction. Mm-hmm. If we're if if we're going ahead and we are bombing over there and we have record that 75 percent and this is from mainstream media sources, 75 percent of the families that are coming across the border are not even with their real parents. And when the, when we continue to bomb over there, what happens? The parents themselves could be killed. Their homes could be destroyed. Combination of the two. And they're coming over here because of the fact is we, we they really they feel like they don't have any other place to go because we've because of the because of this warmonger neocon position, we have literally destroyed their homes and their lives for that matter. Um, and naturally, the reason why they want to keep the border open is because they they want they want to use they want the they want the children to be able to go ahead and buy votes, but not only do they want that to go ahead and try to make it the humane issue, what they also what they also want to do, um, besides that, is they're basically being used, you know, to have. Uh, human uh, smuggling to smuggle these kids into the United States uh, or whatever and in turn you know you know you know th- there's no way to track any of these that are going ahead and coming in so who knows how many kids are actually being coming in apprehended I mean actually coming into the border that get across with people that aren't their parents probably a human trafficker smuggler whatever um, and these kids are, are tortured. Or who knows what else could possibly have happened before they even got them over to the border so they could get them into you know, the United States. Because in my opinion, I don't think World War III is going to happen overseas. I think it's going to happen within the United States. Well, if it happens With within the United States, that's definitely not – that just falls outside the definition of a world war. That's, that's a civil war. Yeah, I, I, I mean – I honestly see I honestly see that you know happening before we even have anything in reference with this with this um, world war stuff. I personally think it's it's a distraction. Well, um, before a you basic- get, before you get too much farther, uh, I, there's something that's sticking in, sticking in my mind that um, I wanted to ask. I wanted to hear what you had to say a little bit more, but I, I was just I want to go back to you were talking about how we're bombing these countries and they're coming over here. Um, trying, uh-huh. you know, basically, but I'm. I'm from what I understand, the vast majority of the people that we have coming over, not including the ones that are coming over just flying in, but I'm talking about from the southern border, are from south, uh, you know, countries south of us. Um, I don't know of any wars that we're currently waging in those countries that would be the you know cause of that much mass migration. It makes a lot more sense to me that they're coming because of the fact that we do have benefits that they can get that are better than what they could get in their own country. I'm not going to – well, sure, and like I said, I mean I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that point because as far as I'm concerned, you know, you know, all these benefits need to go ahead and be and be turned off. You got – you've got 256 – according to – I think it was – I think it was um, – uh, it was a local article in San Francisco, but – 265,000 people in California are homeless. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, 
It's just we need to take care of our own. You got no, vets I, I that totally, are dying in I the totally streets. I totally get it. Let me let me ask you. I mean, because I know you pay attention to all these different issues, and and these are, these are definitely important issues to talk about. And I, and I'm I I I am concerned that you're this late in life, not married, you don't have kids. Or I'm assuming that's something you would like. And I'm just curious. Yeah. Um. I have reason. I have reasons for it, and I'll, I'll actually give you what my reasons are. Reasons um, for what? I have reasons for being single, reasons for being, reasons for not being married, uh, reasons for not having any children. Sure, I, I sure. have reasons for it. Yeah, that's stuff. I'm just more. I'm. I'm infinitely more curious about you as a person. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah sorry I to mean, keep like trying. I, said, to... I don't have any problem. I don't have any problem talking about that. But I mean, in my opinion, it, it all ties into this. Um, yeah, um, because uh, the cost of living is yeah. so ridiculously expensive. In twenty, it was late nineteen. It was in late late twenty nineteen. It says that the average person needs two point five million dollars to be able to go ahead and live on the interest at at the current rate that the banks actually will give on your account per year. To me, that's pretty scary. Yeah, that's. I mean, that that is a number that's put out in order to be scary, <laughs> but. That that again. I don't. Here, here's here's what here's what my concern is. I, I know I know all that, but I know you said it's sure. super super expensive to raise a family. But I mean, it just depends on where you're living. I mean, I'm living in Middle Tennessee, um, in a in a mod- modestly nice home. Um, I'm a, a sure. single income provider f- for a family of six. Uh, I have oh. enough money to you know pursue hobbies like this. You know, it's not it is. It's not unmanageable. I mean, I do it by myself. I'm not on food stamps. I feed my children. We eat pretty well. We're not eating ramen noodles every day. I mean, we. I mean, if I look at it like this, I mean, I figure if people could raise kids during the bubonic plague, I think we'll be okay. You know, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have like to just strike that. I mean, I'm not. I'm just I trying. To, I mean, I, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I'm not state. I'm not stating. I'm not stating that you know you can't. Um, I'll just basically say that uh, you know I've made I've made some decisions in my life that I wasn't. Um, that I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too particularly thrilled that I made those decisions, but um, sure, sure. it is what it is. Right. Um, with what, with what I'm working on, what I'm building, it has absolutely nothing to do with, uh, with politics. I just want to be in a position that I guess I've been working on this for probably close to five years, but when it's finished, I just want to be in a position where I could take care of my mom. You know, uh, it's concerning with the things that's happened to her. Um, and then, you know, you know, I, I don't believe in living on the government. I mean, you know, I, I understand that sure. people do it. Um, is your, other places is your mom, to live are much, so, much, much more expensive than others. Sorry, to, sorry um, I'm but, just curious. But like that. I said, but like I said, to keep it, to keep it simple and short, I would have to say that, you know, I probably plan to settle down probably sometime in the next five years or so. Oh, okay. You know? I got you. Is, um, is, is your but, mom, is your mom? Yeah, but, but I, but I mean, it's just, you know, <laughs> Anthony, you know, I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm alone for the most part, or whatever. You know, uh, I don't have the best relationship with my family. Yeah. Um, you know, on one side I'm fine, but on the other side, it's 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 been a real struggle. Um, you know, I've um, I was emancipated when I was 17. Sure. Um, sure. Like I said, like I said, I you know, my parents went through a really really rough divorce. Um, so there's been a lot man. of things in my life that have happened. I, I've tried to go the tried to go ahead and, you know, go ahead and get married or whatever and whatnot. It just, it just didn't, it just didn't work out because there were some things about my life that I just really just wasn't grasping or whatever and whatnot. And I realized that I wanted to get those things fixed before I decided to go ahead and, and have a family of my own. Yeah, that Because I feel like if you're sense. not happy with yourself, you really can't make anybody else happy if you can't be happy with yourself. So yeah, I, that, I, that I decided that was sense. my, 
I decided that was going to be my uh, my number one priority before I decided to uh, go out and try that again. Cool, cool. Uh, so I, I assume this isn't like all consuming this all this no, like, no, no, research no, you're doing. No, no, I, no, just, no, that, that would be no. my main concern because I know a lot no, of no, people no. tend to get you know super hyper focused into this stuff to to the detriment of all all else around them. I'd just be concerned for that. But um, yeah, I mean, so no, I will say no. But what I will say is that knowing what I know. And other things that I that I can't talk about um, that I don't want to talk about on this program. Sure. Um, I, I will say that it is it is going to allow me to basically retire where I can pretty much be able to do what it is that I want to do. And the fact that most people put it this way with what with most people, in my opinion, Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, who I've talked to, etc. You know, you're in a very blessed position to be in. I mean, I commend you for whatever it is that you do. You know, um, you know, to you know, to make your living, to support your six children. I, I commend you for it. Um, but the majority of people that I talk to, um, they don't. You know, they don't even. Um, I mean, like for example, my mom. She she lost. Just to give you an idea. She lost a quarter of a million dollars in the last recession, and but versus going ahead and getting out, learning from it, she's still in the stock market, thinking that that's the way to go, and it, it's not the way to go. Right. It's not. And the fact is, is I know that I'm going to have to be the one to go ahead and do it for her because I know the next the next crash, whenever we have it, will be way worse than 2008. I agree, I agree with you there. So, so listen, Anthony, I, I appreciate you opening up and, 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 uh, having this conversation it's, we, we've gone down many, many trails in this, in this journey. It's been good to get to know you a little bit better. And, and like I said, I appreciate you, uh, uh giving, giving us, giving us your perspective on things. So, um, um I, I'd like to, uh, give you the chance to tell people where they can reach you if they want to, uh, hit you up for further questions or conversation or just interact with you online. Uh, sure. Um, uh, Twitter would be the um, the uh, political um, Ital uh, uh, ending in I T A L um, political Ital and uh, also on which would be Twitter and then a uh, Clout Hub which which would be the uh, the political Italian. All right, so you, yeah, you're on you're on Twitter at the political Ital. So before we but before we wrap up, um, I'd like to I'd like to, uh, um, this is this is this is this is what I really really wanted to talk about. I, I would like to just just get a few more minutes and then I'll I'll, I'll be finished if, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you can keep it short, I think that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah, already yeah, running I'll, well I'll, over I'll, now. Mm-hmm. I'll keep it short. I'll keep it short. When it comes to back to this back to this um, back to this human trafficking, the Fed, um, you know, this national debt that we continue to to go ahead and that we continue to um, to go ahead and ring you know to uh, to you know we rack up and we have the we have the national debt ceiling and 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 all these all these other different things or whatever and whatnot. It's just it, it's to me to me after looking into all this, it's really nothing more than a distraction of everything. In my opinion, everything that is happening right now, regardless of you know what people's views are on it, um, when it comes to wars, um, the out of control debt. The immigration problem that we have, um, the the thing, um, the Russia hoax, Pizzagate, the impeachment scandal, all, all right. of it. Yeah, it, it's all, in my opinion, every bit of this is all tied to covering up human trafficking and the Fed. And I, I, 
for everything that I've researched into this, it all comes back to those two things. Right on. All def- definitely something to be paying attention to. That's for sure. All right. <laughs> yep, that's that's it. I appreciate your time, Daniel. Yeah, not not a problem, man. I, uh, again, pr- appreciate you coming on the show. I look forward to doing it again sometime. Maybe next time we can do it with Anthony. And uh, yeah, so if uh, y'all enjoyed what you saw tonight, uh, be sure to hit him up at Political Italian and uh, uh, let him know let him know what you thought. Um, I'll be publishing this uh, soon. Um, brain fart. All right, y'all been watching another episode of the Unfriendly Mind Show, where we have uncomfortable conversations without a condom. 